When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Griffin spent nine years playing in the league. He spent 16 seasons as an NBA assistant, and he spent 43 games as an NBA head coach for the Milwaukee Bucks. They fired Adrian Griffin after just 40 three games today. Amber and Ian brought to you by Progressive Insurance. He is Ian Fitzsimmons. You find him at Fitz ESPN. His daughters run his account on Instagram. The content is glorious. At Amber W Sports, I don't have a team running my accounts. Unfortunately, I'm working on it. Norris Cole, he's very heavily followed on the gram, by the way. Also, multi-time NBA champion, kind enough to join us. And Norris, what's up? Thanks for your time. What is your reaction to this news about what Milwaukee did here firing its head coach? What's going on? Oh, man. It was kind of shocking um, that it happened now before the All-Star break. Um, I would have thought that, you know, if it was going to happen, it would have went down during the break. But obviously, you know, there have been some things going on in Milwaukee that – you know, Giannis is not happy about. You can tell by their style of play, their defensive rating, their defensive numbers, um, and they wanted to get ahead of it. And they were brave enough to to make the move right away instead of, you know, letting it spew over. Norris, when you get rid of one of the best perimeter defenders in Drew Holiday and you bring in a score in Dame Lillard, you know your your defensive efficiency is going to fall off. So having said that, I mean, explain to me – what Giannis, what Dame, what the Bucks were expecting, especially when you're still 30 and 13 and the second best record in the East. Yeah, they knew that there was going to be some fall off, but they didn't expect it to fall all the way off. I mean, I mean, they went from basically almost first to first to worst, for lack of a better uh, term. But their record is not indicative of the, the feel that they have around the locker room, the feel of the games. The um, the adjustments that are being made, they, they're just not seeing it. They're not seeing it. They're not. They're obviously not happy with it. And um, they know that you know Boston is serious. They know that Embiid, you know, who just dropped seventy, he's somebody they're gonna have to reckon with in Miami Heat. These are teams that they know they're gonna have to face and beat, and let alone Denver out west. So they're thinking about the long-term play. They're not looking at their record just because they're second in the East now. They're thinking about the long-term play, and they knew that something had to be done to make changes in order for them to improve. Norris Cole, two-time NBA champion, joining us here on Amber and Ian. So, Norris, you know a little bit about something, about being on teams where players have to take on different roles than maybe they're accustomed to in order to win a championship. We had on a Bucks reporter earlier from The Athletic, Eric Name, and he was talking about the relationship between Giannis and Dame and how there's growing pains there because they're both used to having the ball in their hands. Talk to me about that. How do you feel like it's working out between Giannis and Dame? And how, it, how hard is that when you've witnessed superstars have to kind of change their game to coexist? 
I think they're they're working it out fine. It's just there's going to be growing pains. That's just the nature of the beast. There's going to be growing pains, and as long as they have the same goal, as long as I think we just it, lost Norris. It's Giannis' oh, team. There we go. He's back. Yeah, we got you, Norris. Sorry, you we dropped lost you for a second. second. Norris. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying that there's going to be one for the beast, but as long as both of their attitudes are pure and wanting to win a championship, they'll figure that part out. And Dame has already said it. You know, it's, it's Giannis' team. So there's no, there's no fight when it comes to that. It's just that they have to find a way to mesh and come together. And I think, you know, one of them are, is going to have to sacrifice. If not, both of them are going to have to sacrifice. I know playing in Miami, uh, LeBron was willing to sacrifice. D-Wade was willing to sacrifice. Chris Bosh sacrificed the most. Ray Allen, you know, everyone was willing to sacrifice. So I think if they have the right proper attitude of sacrificing in order to win, they'll figure it out. Um, I don't think those two are necessarily the problem, honestly, in Milwaukee. I think their they're defense – of rotation, their scheme, you know, is kind of the problem right now. And then going through those growing pains. How easy is that to fix? It's not easy to fix. It's a it's an ongoing thing because um, it's not going to be like, okay, tomorrow is fixed. It's going to be like 10 games from now, you see progress. 15 games from now, and then by the end of the season, you're going to be like, oh, man, they're coming together now. They They figured it out. It's not something that can be like, hey, look on film, look, this is what we got to do and fix it, because it's chemistry. And when you're bringing in two dynamic forces like that, it's, it's going to take some time. Remember when Miami uh, first got together, it took some time before that mesh. Yep. It, took some, it, took, it took a lot of time. And then even that whole season in the finals, it showed that they still wasn't all the way together. And that's why they lost to Dallas that first year. So it's going to take some time for them to mesh. But, boy, when they come together, it could be very, very special. They'll just have a different head coach, apparently, at the helm. It looks like maybe Doc Rivers there coaching those Milwaukee Bucks. Norris Cole, multi-time NBA champ, joining us here on Amber and Ian. Norris, what did you think of Joel Embiid dropping 70 last night? Wow. That's all I can say. I was just like, <laughs> you, almost don't even, you almost think it's a typo when you see it. Like, man, he has 70 and 18. He's, he's proven that he's the, he, he is the offensive force in the league. You know, offensively, no one, you know, he's unmatched when it comes to scoring the basketball in the league. And his focus, to me, was was great about it. All he's talking about is getting ready for the playoffs, getting ready for championship. That's all he's focusing on, gearing up for. So that's a beautiful thing. But he's unmatched. And if he doesn't, you know, they got these different qualifications now. But if he doesn't miss any more games, he's going to win his third straight scoring title. He's starting to do Michael Jordan type stuff. I have a question completely away from basketball. The tab, when you were with the Heat, right, for those four or five years, and you guys would go out to dinner, who picked up the tab? LeBron, D-Wade, Bosh? Are you looking at a rook? I mean, uh, what was that like? No, the rooks never picked up the tab. And that's one thing I appreciate <laughs> about those guys. <laughs> so who picked it up? It's behind the curtain. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> nah, they, they, they would switch it up, uh, you know, a lot of times, Brian did, but uh, you know, D Wade would, CB would, you know, Juwan Howard would. It just they they switch it up, they switch it up. But you know, Brian was always ready to pick up the tab. He he stole himself. He was always ready. 
I have I heard that. that. I, I, I have that. heard that LeBron was, that. was real good about that uh, during his time in Miami. Speaking of the Miami Heat, Scary Terry is now a member of the Miami Heat. They get Terry Rozier. They trade away Kyle Lowry and a protected first in 2027. What do you think about that trade for Miami? I'm sorry, I broke up, Amber. Oh, so I said the the Miami Heat with their trade today. They traded away Kyle Lowry and a protected first. They got back Terry Rozier. What did you think of that trade? I think that was a good trade. That's a good pickup for them. They brought in some youth, um, another guy who can score off the dribble and on the perimeter and defend, who's who's an athlete. Uh, that, that was good. Um, now I know Terry. I've been knowing Terry since he was in the seventh, eighth grade because he's from Ohio. Um, I think he's ready to play some meaningful basketball, so that would be a great challenge for him. Um, you know, Spo, and they know what they need. They're gearing up for the playoffs as well, and they have, a, they have already great, you know, star players, but now they, they're bringing in talented, almost all-star caliber role players, which is what you're going to need. He definitely needs some more help there offensively, and, and Scary Terry will bring that. Norris Gold, two-time NBA champ. Thanks, Norris. Man, appreciate you. I feel if good about that knows, trade, yeah, if, actually, if, Ian. If, if anybody knows what it's like to play for Spo, it's that guy. And I, I thought it was a, a brilliant move. I mean, one, you're giving up a first-round pick in Kyle Lowry, um, which mm-hmm. I, every time I hear Kyle Lowry's name, I think of Mike Lowry. I know. Sorry. I mean, you can't, you, you, you can't help it, right? I, Mike I, Lowry. I, I'm but with it, you. But, you know, you gave up Lowry in a first-round pick for that dude. It's a great fit, and it shows you they're not just sitting on last year, right, where as a bottom seed they make that remarkable run to the finals that they really believe they've got a nucleus here to make a run, and they, and that that's what a trade like that. It, sends, it, it not only sends a message, forget the fan base, it sends a message to that entire team. This is it. We're making a – we are serious, and we're going to make a run not just to get there – but to hoist Hilario, I think it was a great move. Yeah, I, I don't know if anybody ever said they're a Terry Rozier away from an NBA title, but I do appreciate that my team is doing something, and yep. I appreciate that because when everybody else got better in the East, it felt like, and the Heat struck out on everybody that they were going after, and notably Dame, that was a terrible feeling for all of us in Miami Heat fans, and so at least here they're trying to improve in the ways that they can And I'm sure Spo will try to get the most out of Scary Terry. Coming up next here on Amber and Ian, there is big drama in Big D. We will get into that next here on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I've been telling y'all now, just wait. Be patient. They won't let you down. It's one of the worst playoff games the Cowboys have ever played. And exactly where it ranks on your own personal uh, playoff disappointment list is up to you to decide. Very disappointed. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Yeah, it seems like the most painful because we all had such great expectation and we had hope for this team. <laughs> The Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commanders are the only NFC franchises that haven't reached a conference title game since Dallas last won a Super Bowl back in 1995. Cowboys fans have been waiting a long time to see them in a conference championship again. They ain't going to see them this season. That's for sure. Amber and Ian presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons with you. NBA is right here on ESPN Radio. The Celtics are at the heat. That game tips off Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can check out the Sixers at the Nuggets. That game tips off Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Also, there is a playoff preview with the pros on ESPN Radio Saturday and Sunday at 6 a.m. Eastern. So you'll want to catch that. But let's get back to the drama in Dallas, because if that's not about enough, and we know how their season ended unceremoniously, A week ago, now the drama has gotten personal. It's not just that they haven't been doing the winning in the postseason in the way that they need to. It is now that mama's on Facebook and she's making some comments. Ian Fitzsimmons, CeeDee Lamb's mom, to be exact. She is all over Facebook. She is saying Dak isn't it. She is very publicly criticizing the quarterback when her son is that quarterback's number one target. So she was posed a question on Facebook, you know, a CD should come to Houston where he's from born and raised in Houston. Her response. Yeah. CJ is better. Meaning CJ Stroud Mm -hmm. in all caps. Dak isn't it with three exclamation points after that. The last time I checked, Ms. Ramirez, your son had like nearly 1,500 yards receiving, 12 touchdowns, and had a career year. Yet you're going to rip into his quarterback. Do you really believe that is helping? So that is number one where mama gets involved. Yeah, it with went, a- by the way, it went on. It, she, she said they need to get rid of his buttocks, believe, but she didn't right. say the word buttocks. Uh, and she wrote, it's guys on that team that want a ring. They work too hard. He don't want to win a ring. So she's accusing Dak oh. of not even wanting to win and not even wanting to win a championship. Go ahead. There is more. So then you've got Dak's brother, Tad, who listens to the show, um, watches everything ESPN. He was posed a question about his brother's future. And he said, if I could get at Dak, tagged him on X, Twitter, whatever we're calling it now, I would and, and get him out of Dallas, I would. Okay, Tad, not helping. Then you've got Micah Parsons' brother, Terrence, saying Dak should just take $40 million and that's it. Help the team or pack your bags. Quote, end quote. So you've got Micah Parsons' brother, Dak's brother, 
and C.D. Lamb's mom all ripping into one individual who, until week 16, was in the hunt for an MVP in Dak Prescott. I don't know how Dak deals with it. I really don't, Amber, because when you come at someone individually, and Jeff Saturday talked about this this morning, and, and he was talking about how Archie Manning kind of was criticizing the Colts' offensive line after a playoff loss. But as Dominique pointed out, Dominique Foxworth and Lewis Riddick, hey, Archie Manning didn't say Jeff Saturday ain't it. Jeff Saturday's soft. It was a group. That's different. That's completely different. And Jeff was like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. Because CeeDee Lamb's mom said, quote, Dak isn't it, end quote. Micah Parsons' brother getting into his wallet, which you don't do in an NFL locker room, where Micah came back on Instagram and on Twitter saying, hey, any any opinion from Terrence Parsons is his and his alone. It has nothing to do with me. I love all my teammates. Well, he didn't come and say Dak individually. I love Dak and all my teammates, right? Amber, to me, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, this is something – because you, it was so personal and such an individual attack on your quarterback by not just CD's mom, not just Micah Parsons' brother, but also Dak's brother saying, if I could get him out of Dallas, I would. What do you do if you're Dak? Are you going to CD Lamb and having lunch going, all right, man, what, what's going on here? Are you taking, are you, at, you calling Micah Parsons? Are you having a Zoom if somebody's in Cabo and another person's in Brazil, right? I mean, another person's skiing in Park City, wherever it may be, and are you getting on a Zoom going, hey, what are we doing here? What's going on? Because I can promise you this. If it were me, I got a problem. I got a big problem, and I am. we're going to have this conversation face-to-face. So people say that people today are more critical or more negative or there's more stupidity or whatever you want to say generally about just people and whatever you think today is like. What I always say is those opinions were always there. We just didn't know about them because not everybody had a platform, not everybody had a keyboard, and not everybody had a microphone. And that was the difference, that the only commentators take sports, for example, that you knew their opinions on were the ones that basically worked here, right? And a few of the other networks. That was it. You didn't know Joe Schmo's opinion. You certainly didn't know necessarily the player's entire family's opinions, but they all probably had them. They just didn't have a keyboard to fire up or a phone to turn on. And in two seconds, they could express that opinion to the world. So it's hard, I would imagine, if you're a player, to tell your family members not to have an opinion. However... (laughs) You probably do need to know that yeah. if you are a family member of a, a very famous athlete or even a not-so-famous athlete, any of these athletes that play this game that have made it to that level, you maybe need to kind of keep your Amber, opinions to yourself a little bit more because who, we're all going to pick it up. And ESPN Radio mom, is going to be talking about it. CeeDee Lamb's mom should know that, guess what? Her son had the most catches of any receiver this year, including the playoffs. Of anybody playing in the NFL. That's fine, but I'm not going to chastise her for her actual opinion. If CeeDee Lamb's mom wants to think Dak is trash, she can. That's up to her. The problem with what CeeDee Lamb's mom did, it wasn't the opinion. It was the expression of the opinion. Because in that moment, you've got to know, hey, mama, 
you're the your son. Like if you say anything, Amber and Ian are going to be talking about it on ESPN Radio, and that's where it seems like there's a lack of self awareness. And who does that come back on? Ceedee Lamb. Lamb. It's like with Micah, where his brother, and frankly, I don't think Micah's brother said anything that bad, but a lot of people have an opinion about what Dallas needs to do in terms of the Dak Prescott contract. And the reality is they're going to have a $60 million cap hit because of Dak next season. So they've got to try to renegotiate with him and maybe provide him some sort of team-friendly as well extension when they're talking about an extension. But how do you do that with leaving yourself flexibility? There's an actual conversation to be had there, frankly, that is reasonable to have. You don't necessarily want the conversation, though, to be coming from the brother of the dude on the team. And so I think that that's sort of the problem. Terrence uh, Parsons also went on to say that the greatest crimes being done to Micah were by his own organization and how they're using him, which was a shot at Dan Quinn, essentially, and how that defense is constructed. <laughs> so there were multiple shots there from Micah Parsons. But Only here's the thing. Dallas. Here's the thing. And Terrence and and Terrence, you can you can think whatever you want, man. Like like you are entitled, right? But it's the expression of it. What happens is your brother ends up answering for it. So Micah has to come out. And then Micah, you know, as you know, if I have something to say, I'm not afraid to say it. I love my team. My brother's on my team in the city of Dallas. And I'm more committed than ever to bringing a championship to the greatest fans on earth. Obviously, Micah loves his brother. And Mike also loves his job. (laughs) And now the two things... He's having to deal with the repercussions of Amber. all because his brother publicly expressed his opinion. So all I would say is for your family members, you just got to encourage them to keep it on the low a little bit more. Like somebody you can feel fu- the and think these things, but like just maybe don't let ESPN know about it. Somebody cue up Herm Edwards. Don't push send if you're C.D. Lamb's mom, Dak's brother, or Micah Parsons' brother. End of conversation. It I mean, only can you happens imagine- in Dallas. If one of your daughters or your wife or your moms went on Twitter, fired it up, like that Amber co-host of Ian's really drags down the whole oh, show. Oh, you saw that. That would be the same sort of thing, you know? <laughs> it would be such a problem. Coming up next here on, on Amber and Ian. Plenty more on ESPN Radio. That's next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Amber and Ian presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Playoff preview with the pros. It's right here on ESPN Radio. You should check it out Saturday and Sunday. Make sure you tune in at 6 a.m. Eastern. Plus, we've got plenty of NBA action headed your way as well. On Thursday night, Celtics at Heat. That game will be on our airwaves at 7 p.m. Eastern. So you're going to miss us very much, I'm sure. 
Sixers at Nuggets on Saturday. <laughs> that game is going to tip at 5 p.m. Eastern. No Amber and Ian, you know, because Celtics and season heat are going to get but we're going to give them their due. Uh, you, okay. I'll we'll give I'm, them I'm, a little stage. I'm very and curious. And we'll be back, back on Friday. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm fascinated to see, not even curious, fascinated to see if my wife and children are really happy to have me back at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are because you do the cooking. So yeah, I'd be thrilled. I, I cook and then they eat. I, was, I, I, get, I get the leftovers. You know, the flotsam and jetsam that, that washes up. You know, at, at, at the end, it's like shrapnel, right? So... These women yeah. do have a good system consistently during oh. the show. And then what Ian, uh, he always finds himself in the situation now because this is a much earlier time slot than Ian used to work. So now his system isn't quite intact. So he makes the dinner, but he doesn't always have, say, the provolone on top of the fancy dish that he made. And the d- teenage daughters are, are l- digging in it yep. like hyenas before he even gets an opportunity here. Right, they're velociraptors. That's a true story. Before we get to big deal, not a big deal, this actually happened. You're going with the provolone because of the whole wheat pasta I made the other night. You have a great memory. And so I did this whole wheat pasta with asparagus tips, garlic, uh, red onion, um, and and, and, and chicken. So I smoked some chicken, whole wheat pasta, very healthy meal, right? Olive oil. Sounds incredible. Oh, it's remarkable. You just bake it in the oven. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And but the chicken you prepare first, but the last part is a the fresh cut cilantro and the provolone, and that's where you when you bake it right just to heat it up essentially. That's that last little tidbit. Well, it cracked you up the other night because I go out there to finish that last part right before we go on the air. All right, let me throw the provolone and cilantro on and mix the provolone in through the chicken and the asparagus and the garlic and the red onion. And throw it in the oven. It's halfway gone. I mean, they 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 just got in a three point stance and attacked it. I'm like, girls, it's not finished yet. No, it's good, Dad. I'm like, wait, what? What the hell just happened? So yes, that is what I deal with every single night in almost cooking the dinner, and yet nine out of ten times they don't care. I mean, it doesn't matter. They just go ahead and dominate it. Like again. Like velociraptors. That's, that's the best way I can describe it. Well, there some dude's going to care in the future when they're dating one of your daughters and she's expecting this kind of service <laughs> from him. There are going to be many men that in the future may care about how Ian has raised his daughters because their expectations are their going to be very high. <laughs> well, they're about to be very disappointed out there is all I'm saying because daddy set the expectations really high for men making dinner from scratch every single evening. Uh, not easy to find, ladies, at least not in my experience. Although my my husband, I fell for the rope-a-dope. My husband did the thing where the first like year we were dating, maybe year and a half, he cooked dinner for me almost every night. And that man hasn't cooked dinner for me in a since? decade. Oh, since. I was the <laughs> I opposite. Mean, like, I didn't cook I'm not even. Thing. I could probably count the amount of times that man's cooked dinner for me in at least the last <laughs> half decade. Uh, but, That's uh, awesome. He just made sure he hooked me. And then, uh, That's then a smart man. It right was a there. smart strategy. Let's play some big deal. Not a big deal. It's making headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. But is it a big deal or not a big deal with Amber and Ian? And our producer, James Steele. James, do you cook for your family? Uh, I can cook. I don't usually, <laughs> but I can. Like, I, will. I love to cook. Absolutely yeah. love it. I don't I hate cooking. Out. I don't hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Do you really, Amber? Oh, yeah. I hate it. I don't really do it. it 
If I do oh, it, it's okay. begrudgingly, so I just don't enjoy it. It's kind of a fun thing to do now with like the girls. Like they come and they help, and like they can tr- mm-hmm. you know cut up the vegetables or whatever we're doing. So my youngest one, James, helps. My oldest one just eats. And when I say eats, <laughs> like her style, she, she could sit there. I'm not kidding you. Yeah, I'd she much could, rather be that. She too. could dominate like 14 twice baked potatoes. You know, you 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 know four steaks and and lose weight. I mean, I hate her. I can't stand oh, her. Those are good days, though. Oh, those are good, good days. I sniff yeah. a French it's good fry. To be I young, gain eight baby, pounds, but it does not last. Metabolism this girl, is a wonderful thing. This girl, it doesn't oh. matter. I mean, like it, it, it doesn't. She inhales food, and she does not help. The younger one, Mary. Yeah, she's in there as a, like a little sous chef. It's awesome. Uh-huh. All the good stuff's wasted on the youth, right? Uh, tell her to enjoy it while she la- while it lasts, because she's got no idea. All right, James. All right. So uh, Rachel played a Taylor Swift song coming in here. So, I mean, I might as well start here. Uh, enter- uh, this is a tweet from Entertainment Tonight. Travis Kelsey is planning something, quote, special for Taylor Swift as the pair get ready to spend Valentine's Day together. A source tells ET, quote, Travis is focused on Valentine's Day and wants to do something fun and special for Taylor. Amber, big deal, not a big deal. What is a big deal is that then Chili's, the restaurant, Chili's Bar and Grill, they took that tweet and they retweeted it and they said, let us know what time you're coming. And they tagged Travis awesome. Kelsey. That's, and I that, thought that was that funny. That is phenomenal. That, and you that know was what? very well Amber, done. I had, I had not a big deal written all over this, like could not be less of a deal until you just said that. Now, if you're Travis Kelsey and you're Taylor Swift... Damn, you go to Chili's. I mean, do it. Yes, do That's, it. If you're That's honestly, hilarious. if you're a girl like Taylor Swift, that is probably more unusual to you than the private jets and the you know selling she out a stadium a without whatever. Twelve years old, man. I mean, go in there and dominate yeah. that blooming onion. It's good. I think that's that's the, wrong, the thing. She hasn't just one. had. A normal meal like that, probably in a million, like just get her, get her to Cheese Chili's. Fries? <laughs> Come on, blooming onion is out back. The fajitas, oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, the fajitas right. at Chili's Sorry. are, are, are oh, legit. Yeah, blooming onion's out back. The chi- the fajitas, the chicken fajitas at Chili's. They the used chi- to have a. <laughs> they might still have a, a chicken fajita salad. Again, that it I goes used to back like to me too. cooking, right? Of course, I'm not Ember's Ember's favorite food in a restaurant is a salad. I'm, I'm I love chicken fajitas. Though. I love fajitas, man. They come out sizzling. Who doesn't like fajitas? I love fajitas. So I made them on the Blackstone the other day. Oh my! Uh, the margaritas on. at Chili's. Things but do they do they buy out the chilies? Is it just them in the chilies? No, you got to so go. Then, just go. Just be. No, Are they allowed to do can. that? Yeah, I don't think you can if you're Taylor Swift. That's you're gonna the call ahead, you right? You're gonna have a little area where you gotta reserve you, a seat. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think you might have to reserve the whole damn chilies. <laughs> gotta be honest with you guys. I can't but believe I got the wrong restaurant. Bloomin' Onion was Outback. It's Outback, yeah. All I had was cold Which cube look in my head. He devouring that Bloomin' Onion at the Outback Bowl, right? <laughs> All right, from uh, so from one of my favorite topics to another one. This is just a great, oh this is a great day for Big Deal. Not a, a great oh, couple days Lord. for Big Deal. Not a big deal. So as you know. A few months ago, uh, WWE and UFC merged oh, okay. into TKO, yeah. and and today it was announced that Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, is now a, a member of the board of of governors. I think it is board of directors. TKO on the TKO yeah. of, of the of the TKO company. He also 
uh, has full rights to the name The Rock now, which the WWE owned, which is that's that's something that huge. Doesn't huge I mean that doesn't huge. happen? That doesn't happen. Right. Not many wrestlers have you know the rights to their name. So Ian, big deal, not a big deal. That The Rock, officially The Rock, is uh, a member of the board of directors of TKO and also owns the trademark of The Rock. Considering we are part of uh, the broadcast team um, on UFL, I think anything that one of our bosses has to say and uh, is in the news for is a big deal. So I'm going to go not just big deal, but massive deal. And then also, now we don't have to think about being on air, Amber, and going, can we say The Rock or not The Rock? Because we have, every time we called him The Rock on air, I think we had to pay a royalty. So now we, we don't have to think about that anymore. So that's a good thing. Yeah, so go it's deal. a huge it's a huge deal for The Rock to have control over it. And like James said, I know enough about wrestling to know. I've seen enough wrestlers leave the WWE, and then it's very confusing because they go back to their given name. And often wrestlers, their given name isn't that far off from their wrestling name, which, by the way, James, that's always been confusing to me too because there's a lot of wrestlers out there that had wrestling names where I feel like their actual name was better. Nevertheless, I digress. Part of the reason for it is because of this whole trademark thing. So even when you have a cool right. wrestling name as your given name, that they're still going to you. change your name. So they'll take like your middle name and then they'll make it with something, whatever. And The Rock, obviously, nothing like his actual name, but him actually having control of that because nobody thinks of him as Dwayne Johnson. Hey, hey James, can I ask you a question? Please. Have you seen The Iron Claw yet? Yes, it's... It's a it's a great movie, but not something that you're looking to go see if you want an uplifting story. No, I mean, well, most I mean, of the kids like suicide. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean you know the yeah, you know yeah. the story of those guys, but it's just right, a, so it's worth going to see. It's, yeah, it's, you, an, you, it's you, excellent, but okay, yeah, not uh, not something you're looking to have a have a you know a fun time at. It's a, great, words, it's a great movie, though. In other depressing. words, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift should not have date night to go Correct. see the Iron Claw after going to Chili's for their Valentine's meal. Right. Go, go Unless see, like, she likes the, a good cry. Go see like the Trolls <laughs> movie or something. <laughs> that was good. At the risk of Amber getting even more angry with me, uh, there was another huge wrestling story today. Stop. And it's that starting in 2025... Monday Night Raw will exclusively stream on Netflix. It was part of a 10-year, $5 billion, with a B, dollar deal that the WWE also announced today. Big, big day for them. Uh, they were on... Uh, they were everywhere. You they were everywhere. Put in the words, I think so First Take so did 30 minutes today. The Rock was on... On wrestling. They were, at the the New York, they, they were all at the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, just a big day for them. Uh, Amber, big deal, not a big deal that Netflix, who hasn't delved into live programming really at all uh, since they're, you know, they became a company, uh, diving into live programming. <sighs> okay, well, that part is a big deal. So yes, I'm glad that you deal. set up the question like that because you knew if you went with the wrestling angle, I was going to say not a big deal. But the reality is that it is a big deal because these streaming services have realized that even though we are living in the golden age of content, Ian, and there is so much incredible content in terms of these television shows and in terms of these movies, the one thing that you can still get appointment television 
is live events. It's why ESPN obviously has invested so heavily in live events. And it's why these streaming platforms have also realized, hey, if we need people to go at a certain time and we need people to sign up for our services, we've got to give them a reason to. And live events will do that because that's the one thing that you can't replicate and that you're not going to go get elsewhere or go get at a given other time or or cut it out of your budget because you can't afford it one year. You're going to make room for it if you're able to. So I think it's a big deal generally. Obviously, we saw it with Amazon, with the NFL. We're seeing it with Netflix, with live events as well. It's all probably going to happen this way, Ian. What she said. <laughs> Coming up next here. <laughs> Are you done? I'm, James, you got more wrestling or like Chiefs I'm trying to have clock to integrity in. here. I mean, we just did. No, I appreciate it. We just did an entire big deal, not a big deal. That was just wrestling and Chiefs related, which is what happens when I, James... I had I changed some things on the fly. I didn't expect uh-huh. I didn't expect Rachel to come in with Taylor Swift, so I felt like I had to <laughs> to do that at the beginning. And then it was just a big day in WWE. Well, let's just sorry. go have date night at Chili's sorry. and then go watch the Iron Claw yeah. as a group. Here we go. Dang it! She keeps making sure come that on. that song is stuck in your head forever. Every time you start to think. That it got out of your head on the show It was tonight. gone. Rachel, make sure to play it for you. Evil Brings woman. Brings it right back. She is evil and should be destroyed. <laughs> I think that might be taking Heaven it. Now and fall apart. I, I still think it's a, a, a banger. Uh, our, our next guest might agree that Rachel Robinson is an evil a woman. Our associate producer, Q Myers. He hosts Game Night here on ESPN Radio. What's up, Q? Did, did this song still slaps, right, Q? Come on. There's no slap in this song whatsoever. There's <laughs> Thank no you. slap at all. Matter of fact, I don't, mind being a guest on, I don't mind being a guest on your guys' show, but if this is the kind of music that I'm going to come into, I might have to, I might have to pass. Next Coach, time. I want say. out. <laughs> I mean, this is like the Roller Kingdom 1982, right? right? I was dancing. But he's I, been I, singing I it for three hours, Q. Don't Q, even. Act, Q, act like you don't know the words to that song. Act like it. It don't even matter. It don't. That's not the point. <laughs> exactly. The point is, yeah. look, I'm with you when it comes to seat warmers and all that good stuff and staying warm. I'm with you. But yeah. I can't come into that kind of music. That, don't, I, that does not give me any kind of hype. So, yeah. One, he could not ever walk back into his neighborhood, right? Or much less his house right. if he admitted to knowing Bonnie. <laughs> Even though he knows Everybody every word, knows. he knows everyone. Every knows that. We could go karaoke, and everyone knows the words. But we're not karaoke; we're trying to be hyped on the radio. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> well, tell us this, Q Myers, because yes, you are the host of Game Night. Of course, though, you have a local show in Las Vegas covering the Raiders. Are fans hyped that the Raiders now have hired Tom Telesco to be their new general manager? The fan base is split. They're very 50-50, and they might even be closer to 60-40, not very excited about this hire just because they don't know, right? They don't know uh, Tom Telesco. The last thing they remember with Tom Telesco is the fact that the Raiders beat the Chargers 63 to whatever they scored, and they got fired the next day. Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco, not that he had anything to do with the coaching, but they just that's the lasting image, and, of course, he was a Chargers GM, so they're pretty – not happy with, with the hire right now. A lot of folks thought it was going to be Champ Kelly or Ed Dodds, and it was neither, and they went with Telesco. So they're pretty on the fence, but they're willing to listen to reason. And I think the biggest reason that the Raiders went and made that move is Antonio Pierce is a brand-new head coach, and Mark Davis has gone down the road of a brand-new head coach and a brand-new GM before, and it hasn't worked. And Telesco has 11-plus years of experience, and that has really made a big difference in this whole search. 
Q, I'll tell you this. The, Telesco's biggest downfall, and like full disclaimer, he's family. I mean, I, we, we've known Telesco for a long – since he was a – since he was a Colts, right? So we're going 15 mm. years, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a long time, yeah. He's a Bill Polling disciple as yep. Canton. He is a eval on talent, and the way he drafts is second to none. His biggest problem was hiring head coaches. Well, that's already done. Right. So now you're looking just to give Antonio Pierce talent. So he'll do that. So to, to me, if you're a Raider fan, this is – I mean, go rejoice in, in – I mean, in, in partying the damn streets because Telesco, as far as his talent eval and the way he drafts is as good as any general manager in the NFL, in my opinion. The, the, the problem was the hiring of the head coach. Well, that's in place. So now having yeah. heard that and said and, – and, and hearing that, your reaction is what? Well, I'll say this. That's a great thing for the Raiders because, man, you can go back to the GM that Mark Davis hired first when he took over the organization. That was Reggie McKenzie, brand-new GM. Didn't work out too well. Had one good year of drafting, and that was it. After that, it was Mike Mayock. Got him out of the TV booth, right? Didn't work out too well. After that, it was Dave Ziegler. Well, I think he did some good things, but he was tied at the hip with Josh McDaniels, so that didn't work out. He got fired. So Telesco has more experience than all those guys put together. So for me, and because I've seen the talent that he's drafted, especially early on in the drafts, I think that that's a good positive. The Raiders haven't had a consistent draft and good talent coming out of that draft for a long time. So I'm excited about the potential of what it could look like. I just want him to get to get with AP and get in the trenches and figure it out because this Raiders team has been down for far too long. Telesco, when he was with the Chargers, he drafted Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Justin Herbert. Kenneth Murray Jr., just to name a few. Not to mention the stuff he did in free agency with the Khalil Max and J.C. Jacksons of the world. So the resume is certainly there in terms of personnel. What is his first, what is his very first order of business, Q? It's got to be to find an offensive coordinator, offensive staff in general. Him and AP have got to work together to figure that out. Once they do, it's got to be address the quarterback position. Is Aiden O'Connell, the fourth-round pick out of Purdue, is he going to be the guy you're going to push forward with, or are you going to try to dip into the draft and go get a really uh, game-changing quarterback? Are you going to make a trade for a potential game-changing quarterback like a Justin Fields? What are you going to do? The Raiders need a quarterback, a real-deal guy. They went into the season last year with Jimmy G, and they ended with Aiden O'Connell. Can Aiden O'Connell be that guy? Me, personally, I don't think he is, but that's just me. I think they need to go and get a game-changer, not a game-manager, but we'll see. Turn around. Oh, come on now. I got a show to do. <laughs> it's still in your head, Q. You it's going to be in your head. Well, Rachel's had this damn head. thing in my head since 7 o'clock Eastern time, no, right? No. I mean, 4 o'clock your time. I, it is, And she kept bringing it back once an hour. It was gone. So, it's, uh, look, I promise you, we will be calling you during breaks and playing Bonnie Tyler's turnaround just to torture you like we've been tortured here. <laughs> Not going to happen to me, man. We got the soundtrack to, to the streets, man. We hold it down, right? Just yeah. wait. Just wait till I get on the ones and twos over there. We ain't going to let you on. That, we ain't going to let you on. <laughs> that is true. I think Rachel's in control tonight. Oh, is she really? Oh, no. Well, you're on air with Evan. Oh, she can break in. Yeah. She's on the board tonight. <laughs> We'll ring the bell on her. We'll ring the bell on her, and we'll we'll boot her off the show. That's That's all. You're going to be trying to talk about whatever the NFL coaching carousel, and all of a sudden, yeah, turn around. Uh -uh. Emmett Golden, he's coming up next (laughs) alongside Q Myers. Q, thanks for hanging out with us. Absolutely, never again. But absolutely, (laughs) never again. (laughs) I love our choice of music tonight, honestly, because again. 
everyone feels like that song slaps. <laughs> they just won't admit it. 